Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Champumogyong. Champumogyong, Book 13 The Completion of Restoration and the Settlement of Channel Guk. Chapter 1 The Enthronement and Coronation Ceremonies. Section 1 The Enthronement Ceremony for God's Kingship. Providence to Recover God's Kingship. On January 13, 2001, True Parents held the Enthronement Ceremony for God's Kingship at the Chengpyeong Heaven and Earth Training Center. The providence behind that ceremony had many steps. First, True Parents recovered the true family, which had been lost. On that foundation, they returned the realm of ownership to God by restoring the authority of the elder son, the authority of the parents, and the authority of kingship, then offering them all to God. Thereby, true parents recovered God's kingship that had been lost due to the fall of the first human ancestors and established the foundation upon which they could proclaim Chanilguk throughout heaven and earth. Having completed all this, and with a reverent heart toward God, they prepared and held the enthronement ceremony for God's kingship. The result was that God was able to gain his sovereignty both in heaven and on earth. The Old Testament age was the age for brothers to unite. The New Testament age was the age for children to unite with parents. The Completed Testament age is the age for people to unite with kingship. These three ages were to restore the authority of the elder son, parents, and king. All of this, including the authority of kingship, could have been restored in Jesus' time had the people of Israel attended Jesus as the true parent. However, they did not do so, and the providence was prolonged. That is why the time for restoring God's kingship has arrived now, in the completed Testament age. In the Old Testament age, the priests sacrificed animals to pave the way for the son and the daughter to come. That son is the Messiah. They offered the things of creation to prepare a foundation for the Messiah to come to earth. The providence has been advancing, following the course of the fall, but in reverse order. The Son then came to earth and shed his blood. He died on the cross. If the people of Israel had united with him, Jesus would not have died. Yet the people did not believe in him. Hence, he had to shed his blood. What was this Son originally supposed to accomplish? He was to pave the way for the emergence of true parents. Jesus was to be the true father, and the true mother was to come later. Made ready as the bride, she was to meet the bridegroom, Jesus, who was to right the wrongs of the world. For this to happen, first the Cain-Abel relationship that was lost needed to be resolved. Cain and Abel in Jesus' day were represented on the national level by the people of Israel and Judaism. In the last days, they are represented by communism and democracy. We must resolve this persistent Cain-Abel problem. This will be done by restoring kingship on the world level. The Old Testament age was the age of brothers. At the time of Jesus, Judaism was in the position of Abel and the people of Israel were in the position of Cain. These two brothers were supposed to unite and on that foundation they were to connect to the teaching of parentism. 
first, they had to unite centering on mother, and after that, they would have connected to father. This is how they would have been able to establish blessed families centered on Jesus. However, this was not accomplished, and the providence in the Old Testament age to restore the authority of the elder son came to naught. The New Testament age was to restore the authority of the parents, and the completed Testament age is to restore the kingship, but this was all lost. Hence, the Old, New, and Completed Testament ages all must be brought to completion. In the Old Testament age, animals were sacrificed as offerings. In the New Testament age, at the time of Jesus, the Son came to establish the nation, but when he could not, he had to become the sacrificial offering. When the age of the true parents arrived, the path of the sacrificial offering still remained to be fulfilled before they could attend God. Thus, while true parents were on earth, they had to follow a 40-year course of suffering in order to attend God. This was the path they had to walk in order to bring God down to earth. It was how they connected the spiritual world and the physical world together enabling God to work freely between the two worlds. It was how they brought liberation to both worlds. If the people of Israel had united with Jesus as the Messiah, the authority of the elder son could have been restored at that time. Unity between brothers comes about when they share the same level, the same value, and the same standard. Fundamental unity cannot be achieved without the Messiah, who represents the elder son. But the people of Israel were unable to become one with the Messiah. If they had made unity with Jesus, the Messiah could have formed a family, and the blessing could have been given to the people of Israel as the chosen people. From this standpoint, Jesus needed to marry to celebrate the marriage supper of the Lamb. Through that marriage, he and his bride were to have become the true parents. Then, the Messiah's family would have become the elder son family, and the people of the world would have formed younger son families. This would have established the authority of the parents. If the people of the world had received the blessing and become blessed families, then centering on the Messiah, they would have gone beyond the national level and established a worldwide Christian cultural sphere as the second Israel. This would have been one nation under God, a nation representing the whole world. This was meant to happen immediately after the Second World War. Even though it did not happen, we have now built a foundation of families throughout the world who have received the blessing. Based on these families, all humanity needs to focus on one point and attend God as the King. This is the purpose for which the Lord returns. The Lord must come again because the authority of the elder son was not established in Jesus' day. As Jesus was unable to achieve this and lost his life, the Lord must restore it when he returns. He must offer to God the authority of the elder son, the authority of the true parents on the family level, and the authority of kingship on the global level. God will take possession of all things through the true parents. All things originally belonged to God, so by passing through the era of indemnity, all things must be dedicated to God. Fallen human beings cannot hold on to the right of possession. Nothing belongs to you. 
you must unite with the Lord at his second advent and offer all your possessions to God by vesting them with the Lord. Because the first Adam was unable to reach perfection, God could not have dominion over the world. Accordingly, you need to offer everything back to God through the perfected Adam. Then, in the position that you have not fallen and have dissolved all of God's bitter pain, things will be given back to you. From the day you receive the things that return to you, you will inherit royal authority over heaven and earth, as well as the authority of the parents of heaven and earth, and the horizontal authority of the elder son in heaven and earth. Once true parents establish the authority of the elder son, they will then establish the authority of the parents, and after that the authority of kingship. When all these expand on the global level, all people can also achieve the authority of the elder son, parents, and king, even within their own families. When you stand on that foundation, you will be able to totally liberate the spiritual world and the physical world. God also will be liberated at that time. Hence, you will be able to attend the liberated Lord God and live forever in the kingdom of heaven on earth and in heaven, which will last for eternity. Families of the world that succeed in attaining all these levels of authority, the elder son, the parents, and the king, will attend Jesus as the king of kings. Everyone must attend him as the king. I have to eliminate everything that is based on the sovereignty of Satan's world, which has come down through the generations. I have to indemnify the betrayals of heaven and the betrayals of God's will, and restore God's victorious dominion. I have to sweep away everything that was corrupted under Satan's sovereignty, from the era of the individual and the era of the tribe up to the present. To achieve that, I must restore the authority of the elder son. I must restore the authority of the elder son and then the authority of the parents. Originally, the parents were to be the owners, but Satan became the owner and king. For that reason, as the younger son and on God's side, I am moving forward to restore the authority of the elder son, the authority of the parents, and the authority of kingship. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.